Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Mark this day on your calendar and in your mind. It's going to be a big one. Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, the day that Saturn becomes a Piscean. At least for a little while. <laughs> Hi, Thomas Miller. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to pick this one apart, but something significant happens before that takes place. So let's break it down. We have a full moon this morning early. So the timeline du jour is 7.40 a.m. Eastern. The Virgoan new moon is at 16 degrees, 40 minutes. I'm taking a look at the chart now in set to Asheville, North Carolina is the location and 7.40 a.m. And the moon is in the sixth house. So that puts the sun opposite in the 12th house. So the sun is in Pisces. The moon is in Virgo. We got a 6-12 axis on the houses, at least where I am at this time. Any projects you could conclude? I know I have one. I'm going to be very busy this week getting a book finished. Oh, I'll be telling you about that. It's the one I had to put on hold last fall because I just didn't have the time. Now, there is one other thing about this aspect that we should take a look at this full moon is that it is in a T-square to Mars, it's not exact, but it is within five degrees. Mars, of course, making its way through Gemini. It's in the last decan now, so it's at 21 degrees. But yes, that's five degrees away from the full moon. There's another characteristic of this full moon. Neptune is eight degrees away from it in Pisces. And you know, this is one of those things that I'm just going to mention because if you were reading some kind of an event chart that happened right at this time, you would not be out of line to talk about a death symbolism in this chart. So I'm going to pass along the same thing that that astrologer in Denver back in, when was it, 2018, I think, said to me, ooh, your chart makes me dizzy. Well, she pointed out that Uranus was in Taurus in my 12th house in the whole sign system that they were using for that reading. And she was just saying, be careful. I went through and shored up some things in my life, and I decided at that point, even though that reading was in Colorado, that I had had three, almost four really great years of skiing and that uh, I would do well to take a break and that just let that be a chapter in my life. So it's just things like that. Be careful today. There's just a signature there that I wanted to pass on. Now, let's move to the big one, Saturn entering Pisces. That happens at 8.34 Eastern. Now, I'm using what Robert Glasscock uses, the equal house system. And in equal houses, Saturn moves from Aquarius into Pisces in the 11th house. Now, this aspect takes place under an Aries ascendant, a late Aries ascendant of 25 degrees. So that puts in the whole sign system, speaking of, this ingress takes place in the 12th house. This will last until 2025 when Saturn dances across the line into Aries a couple of times with retrogrades, but basically we're into this until 2025. Now, it's always good to go back and look at history when things like this take place. So the last time that Saturn was in Pisces was the three-year chunk between 1993 and 1996. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. It happened. I got a report on it. A lot of you were young back then, but those were the years that Bill Clinton was in the White House. 
In fact, his first term began January 20, 1993, and Saturn entered Pisces in May of 1993, just two months later. Two years after that, Bill Clinton had a two-plus-year affair with Monica Lewinsky, and when it blew, it almost took him down. And when you think about it, what I do think it did, as all of these events do, is it made that band a lot more elastic of what the culture would broadly tolerate. I'll give you another perfect example of what I'm thinking of here. The acceptance of marijuana. When I was growing up, you would go to jail for a long, long time if you were caught for more than just a little wee bit. And yet, so many people were using it. Nowadays, it's legal in many states, probably not that far away from national legality, and most places are probably not prosecuting it where you're going to go to jail for 20 years. The line of acceptance became very elastic. Well, here is the same kind of thing. You take back in the 1950s, or even go back to the last time, the previous time that Saturn was in Pisces, 1964 to 1967, such a scandal would have been atrocious and definitely would have ridden the president out of society, basically, and especially the White House. Here, the guy is slick, he talks his way out of it, and the band moves. And now, if a president got caught, would it be that big of a deal? Would it be the end of his presidency? Probably not. And there are two schools of thought on that. Some people think that's progress, and some people think that's atrocious. I'm going to leave it at your own interpretation. Let's go back to the other one that I just mentioned, though. March of 1964 to March of 1967. So just five months, barely, after the Kennedy assassination, Saturn enters Pisces. Those years between 1964 and 1967 were tremendously contentious in the United States. The years between 1993 and 1996, a big challenge to apartheid. In 1994, Nelson Mandela was elected president of South Africa. But that was also the period of tremendous turmoil, especially in Bosnia. I follow a lady who now lives in Canada who was part of this. This was when she fled the country. She also was put in a detainment camp for some time. And in April of 1995 was the Oklahoma City bombing of the Murrow Federal Building. So I think you get the idea that there is some shaking up that can take place under Saturn in Pisces. So let's bring that forward more to today. We've looked back. Now we'll bring it forward tomorrow. We've got plenty of space to do it because we only have a sign change of the moon. So we'll take some time to elaborate that. Have a great day. See you back tomorrow.